0: you're listening to quest for love a podcast for smart successful women who want to stop attracting the same kind of men over and over so they can finally have the love they want and deserve whether your status is single dating or it's complicated this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level and now here's your host love and life coach melissa snow hello friends happy monday We are back on Quest for Love, episode five. I think this is five already. I've lost count. I don't know. I'm having so much fun recording this podcast, and I'm so excited that you guys are tuning in with me every single week. I just recorded this entire podcast with my microphone unplugged, and then I recorded it again with the echo feature on. So that's how my day is going so far. I hope that yours is going better. All right, so today we're talking about boundaries. And boundaries maybe sounds boring, but boundaries are actually one of the most important things when it comes to relationships. And not just your romantic relationships, but also your relationships with your family, relationships with your friends, even the relationship with yourself, right? When we talk about boundaries, this includes things like, What do you do when your mom comes over and she just like criticizes everything in your house and everything that you're wearing and everything about your hair? Boundaries are about you saying, I'm going to exercise every day this week and drink three liters of water and then actually doing it. Boundaries are also about how your partner treats you and how you allow them to treat you. Boundaries encompass so much and it's such a huge topic. So today we're just going to dive in to the basics of how boundaries impact your relationships and the results that you're getting in your relationships. So Setting boundaries really begins before you even get into a relationship in the form of negotiables and non-negotiables. I'm sure you've heard these terms before. So your negotiables are traits that you would like in a partner but can be happy without. And then your non-negotiables are traits that your partner absolutely must have no matter what. Now, you can't copy someone else's list of negotiables and non-negotiables, and nobody can tell you what they should be, because different things are gonna be more or less important to different people depending on what they value the most and what's most important to them. So, for example, dating a Catholic might be incredibly important to one person, whereas someone else may not care if their partner has any sort of faith practice or spirituality. Neither person is right or wrong, It just depends on what you're looking for in a relationship and what's most important to you in your life. Now, you have to identify your negotiables and non-negotiables prior to starting a relationship with someone and then choose your partner based off of those things. Most of us do it backwards and it pretty much never works out. Because if you don't know what your negotiables and your non-negotiables are, you might be more likely to find yourself getting into a relationship with someone just because they show interest in you or they make you feel good or they make you feel loved or they fulfill some kind of need that you have when they actually have very few of the qualities that you really want in a person. So looking back on your past relationships can really help you get a much clearer definition of what you want and what you don't want in future partners, which will make you much less likely to settle for less than you want and deserve. So for example, I now have things like he's not married to someone else and he doesn't drink excessively on my list of non-negotiables. They weren't always there, but when I look back on my past relationships and why those relationships didn't work and what I didn't like about those partners, those were big ones. So I added them to the list. I also have littler ones, like he gets along with my family and he's nice to my cats. Those might not seem all that significant, but to me, they are super important. I could never date someone who didn't get along with my family. I could never date someone who was mean to my cats. I don't care how hot or rich or nice or funny or good in bed he is if he's mean to my cats. (laughs) Of course, it's easy for me to say this now, But if Justin Timberlake were standing in front of me, all hot and rich and nice and funny and Justin Timberlakey, and he was being mean to my cats, would I really be able to kick him to the curb? Or would I actually just convince myself that he was having a bad day or that my cats were mean to him first or that it wasn't that big of a deal and it wouldn't happen again? Sound familiar? (laughs) Holding firm and sticking to your non-negotiables can be really hard. So for example, you might already know that you would never date someone who's a daily cigarette smoker. This is a non-negotiable for you. But then you meet, let's call him Tom. Tom is amazing. He's not just in Timberlake, but he's tall and handsome and nice and educated, sweet, caring, funny. He checks all the boxes on your list of non-negotiables, except he is a daily smoker. Now, it's probably gonna be very tempting to try to convince yourself to overlook that one little detail in light of everything else that Tom has going for him. So you might minimize it. That sounds like, well, he doesn't smoke around me. Or you might try to justify it by saying something like, well, he only smokes when he's stressed. Or you might just try to convince yourself that once he's in a relationship with you and he sees how wonderful you are, that you can ask him to quit and he will. You might be right, but you're probably wrong. And if you are wrong, your relationship is going to be chock full of bitterness and resentment that builds every single time Tom goes out to the garage to have a smoke. I see this all the time in my clients' relationships, and women come to me after they've wasted so much time and so much energy on a relationship that was never going to succeed to begin with. And typically, I'll ask these women, when was the first time that you knew that this was a problem, whether it's dishonesty or unfaithfulness or laziness or whatever it is, I'll ask them, when was the first time you knew this was a problem? And for most of them, it was really early on in the relationship, but they made excuses, they minimized, they justified, they talked themselves into it and nothing ever changed. And this is exactly why so many of you spend so much time and so much energy and so many tears on relationships that don't work out. So know your negotiables and your non-negotiables from the beginning and stick to them. Now, boundaries are equally important once you are in a relationship. Because when we talk about the actual processes involved in the day-to-day functioning of a relationship, what we're really talking about is a continuous game of learning each other's rules, right? You're learning what he likes, what he doesn't like, what's okay with him, what isn't okay with him, how far you can push, what he thinks is funny, what offends him. That's all part of the relationship. Starting very early on in the relationship, you're going to notice the things that your partner likes and doesn't like, and you will note the feedback that you get from your partner for various behaviors. You will do this because if you love your partner, and presumably you do, you want to do things that he likes and that will make him feel happy and make him feel respected. And whether your partner knows it or not, he wants to know what it is that you expect want and need from him too. If you leave him guessing, he will either do whatever he wants, regardless of how it makes you feel, or he's going to constantly feel frustrated when he violates boundaries and rules that he didn't even know existed. So the better you are at providing this information to your partner and vice versa, the happier you will both be. All healthy relationships have boundaries, and setting boundaries is an essential part of communicating your wants and needs and expectations to your partner. Setting boundaries with your partner is also your way of saying, this is how I will allow you to treat me, and this is how you can expect that I will treat you. A lack of boundaries invites a lack of respect. And my guess is if you were to look back on your past relationships where there was a lack of respect, where you weren't treated the way that you wanted to be treated, where someone continually hurt you or lied to you or betrayed you or disrespected you in some other way, I bet you can trace that back to a lack of boundaries probably pretty early on in the beginning of the relationship. And here's the thing. It's not impossible to start setting boundaries in the middle of a relationship but it is much easier if you set them from the beginning and then stick to them. It's also easier to stick to your boundaries if you determine what they are before you even get into a relationship. So the easiest way to determine what your boundaries are and to communicate those boundaries is to finish these sentences. I am willing to, or I am not willing to. Go ahead, fill in those blanks right now with any situation that you're thinking of. I am willing to... I am not willing to. Okay, so here's some examples. I'm willing to hold hands in public. I am not willing to make out in public. I'm willing to let you yell when you are mad, but I'm not willing to let you call me names no matter how mad you get. I'm willing to make our relationship a priority, but I am not willing to stop hanging out with my friends for you. I am willing to talk to you about this difficult subject, but I am not willing to talk about it right now. If your partner is fully aware of the actions that would cause you to be unhappy or to end your relationship, then they are either going to take the necessary steps to avoid doing those things, or they will do them and end the relationship, which will be actually a bonus for you because then you'll have the opportunity to find a more compatible partner who actually respects you and wants to respect your boundaries. Being clear and consistent about your expectations for your partner is going to eliminate any instances of them claiming ignorance of the rules. They can't say, I didn't know if you fully discussed your boundaries with them. And this will also help you to establish a certain tone for your relationship. One where you're allowed to communicate openly and genuinely and be honest, and that's going to benefit you and your partner down the road when any disagreements arise. Now, Here's one more thing I'll say about boundaries. Sometimes setting boundaries is difficult because we worry, how will it make him feel if I set this boundary? Is he going to be mad? Is he going to think I'm weird? Is it going to embarrass him? Is he going to be offended? But really the question we should be asking ourselves is, how is it going to make me feel if I don't set the boundary? Because boundaries aren't for the other person. Boundaries are set by you for you. And anyone who truly wants to be in your life will respect your boundaries, period. Here's an example. I remember when I first started a job many years ago, my boss was always touching me. He seemed to literally be incapable of showing me anything on the computer without first putting his hand on my shoulder or on my back. I know, cringy. This went on for a few days while I evaluated my thoughts and my feelings and decided how I wanted to proceed. I didn't know him and I really needed this job and I had no idea how he would react if I told him to stop touching me. I didn't know, would he think I was a weirdo? Would he think that I thought he was hitting on me when he really wasn't? Would he be offended? I was so nervous to say something and I tried so hard to convince myself that I didn't need to. But then I stopped asking myself how he might feel if I set the boundary And instead, I asked myself how I would feel if I didn't. And I realized that every time it happened and I didn't say something, I felt gross. I felt small. I felt like I hadn't stood up for myself. And by that time, I'd done so much work on myself that I knew my days of feeling like that were behind me. And I just had to say something. And I did. And it worked. And I didn't die. And he didn't think I was a weirdo. And he never touched me again. (laughs) And instead of feeling all helpless and victimy and taken advantage of, I felt proud and empowered and in control of myself and in control of my body and in control of my life. I know that sometimes setting boundaries is hard. And I also know that sometimes sticking to them can be even harder. It can be really tempting to want to overlook boundary violations for the sake of keeping the peace or avoiding conflict, or not upsetting the other person, but it's also very important that you not set a boundary that you're not willing to stick to, or else every other boundary that you have set could be seen as negotiable. If you set a boundary in a relationship and it's not respected, you have to be prepared to deliver consequences, which might mean the end of your relationship. And if you're going to set the boundary, you have to be okay with that. If you set a boundary that you don't stick to, it's going to seem like you're telling the other person that the boundary isn't important to you, so it doesn't need to be important to them either. If you aren't going to respect your own boundary, then why should anyone else? And if you set a boundary that's not respected and there are no consequences, you're essentially saying that you don't respect your boundaries and no one else needs to either. When someone else violates your boundary, it is up to you to decide how to respond and whether to give them another chance or not. But always keep in mind that someone who truly respects you will also respect your boundaries. And you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a little while, everything that we talk about always comes back to you. When you respect yourself, when you love yourself, when you know your own worth and you feel empowered, Setting boundaries becomes so much simpler. It takes so much less effort. It just becomes second nature to you to ask for what you want and what you need and to not put up with it when someone is disrespecting you. So stick with me, sister. If you're not there yet, it's okay. I wasn't either. And I'm going to help you with all of it. So stick around next week. And until then, remember the quest for love always starts with you. for listening to quest for love if you like what you hear be sure to leave us a review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes for more information about how you can work one-on-one with melissa check out melissamsnow.com or questforlovepodcast.com until the next episode